0: Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast, the new voice of voice of success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys, and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again,
1: everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different fields, different genres, people just doing really cool things in their space. So we've talked to CEOs. We talked to lots of athletes. We talked to scientists. We talked to people where they're doing things in their space that um, they can tell us a little bit about their journey and and what's happened from that end. And and we can take bits and pieces of those and hopefully apply them to our lives as well. Um, Just before we jump into today's interview, you um, wanted to mention epitome sportswear um, they've been connected with us for a little bit here and uh, um, they are are very aligned with us in how they approach things so they look at a whole life approach um, their motto is actually live life fully um, which is what we look to to be able to do too is it's not just about kind of athletic wear it might be um, being able to just get outside and and uh, you know do a nice hike or or be able to uh, if you're a parent um, spend some time watching a, a game of your, your little one. So. Um, uh, the other thing that's really cool about them for us is that they give back to the community they serve as well. They're working to impact the inequities in opportunity for girls and girls and women in sport. Um, for that reason a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sports so um, you can check us out uh, through the instagram profile in the bio you can actually see a a link through there or just go directly yourself to epitome so epitome sportswear dot com and uh, check out and see if there's anything that you can use to to support them there uh, so today, I'm really happy that I uh, have Beth Layton here. Um, she started out as a competitive swimmer before really going kind of heavy into uh, uh, CrossFit full-time. We're going to talk a little bit about what she's doing there. Um, she's been a top athlete in that sport consistently and has multiple strong brand partnerships now with companies like Born Primitive. Uh, our time difference, we were talking about that just before we went on here, Beth, is that uh, you're in the UK. So um, it's quite, uh, it's, it's a bit of a difference. So it's kind of evening time for you and middle of the yeah. day for me so um, thanks for taking the time really appreciate it thanks for having me well first of all um, you know maybe that is a quick question just recently um, just before we recorded this you were in Miami and uh, um, first of all how did that go but also for those people that are uh, in the more kind of northern areas like you and I are it was probably kind of nice to be in some warm sun for a little bit there too so how did Mm -hmm. how did that go
2: yeah, so I didn't actually compete. Um, obviously I just went with a lot of people who work on Pete, and I just went on holiday. Yeah. Really, um, yeah, yeah. It was really hot. It was really nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and that's yeah, and yeah, like that's it. It is different down there, and I know that. Um, you know, it's even just uh, going down to see that event because I mean, for yeah. um, for some of the events as well that like the last little while they've been so different, and that one's kind of it was a much more yeah. open style event than than yeah, it was I've been used to so yeah but um well and so uh, you know you are a a full-time kind of focused crossfit athlete um and you didn't start there obviously so why don't you tell us a little bit about the the path you took to get there like what um you know how did how did you decide on crossfit as your kind of um you know your your focus
2: um i've always i was in a sport when i was younger and stuff and did football gymnastics things like that like what most people do yeah um but then when I got to about 16, I just stopped doing anything and stopped training at all. Um, and then I think when I was around maybe about 20, mm-hmm. I watched um, The Fits on Earth on YouTube, on yeah. Netflix, sorry. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Um, and I would started going to a gym, which was like, it wasn't a CrossFit gym, but it was like functional fitness. And they did obviously like, they had the rigs and the barbells and stuff. So I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, I could do that there. Um, so then I started just doing like classes and like doing bits and pieces, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I think I've been on JST compete now for about three year, so I've like got a proper proper CrossFit program and started taking it a bit more serious.
1: Yeah, well, and and now you've even I think kind of moved into that kind of larger group and everything too. How yeah. has that gone? Because you know when you do full time do it, it is a little bit different because you're joining other people that are doing similar things. How has that experience been so far?
2: Yeah, um, well, obviously I've moved to Wigan um mm. to train with everyone and it's it's really really good but obviously it's it's very intense it's a lot different to just doing classes and doing what I want in the gym when I want like obviously we we'll follow a program and we will have group sessions and it's very hard <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i'm sure i'm and do, do you find is the um uh, do you train a lot more now like is it yeah. i mean i know there's other things but you are training a lot more right during your regular yeah resume.
2: definitely i definitely train a lot more and a lot harder.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and having the other people there, I, I'm yeah. assuming that are also pushing you a little bit more just because of yeah. that as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things is is that, um, you know, so you've got a start of a new year and and you're getting prepared for like the open starts fairly soon, which would be one thing that obviously would be a, a connection point for you. Um, yeah. You know, how do you how do you set goals for this year when you're in something like that? You know, how do you um, how do you decide what it is that I'm going to make sure I really focus on this year? And what have you decided to, to kind of do for this year?
2: Um, well, obviously, I think you've got to just stay focused on yourself and not get caught up in anyone else around you. And obviously what any, anyone else is doing and anyone else's scores and whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me this year, I just obviously I've only been full time for three months now. So yeah. I just want to go into the open and see what I can do this year. Obviously going to give it my best shot, see where see where I end up. But then, obviously, hopefully next year, if I carry on, obviously, for the whole of this year, training full-time as well. So th- this year, really, it's just more of a see what I can do with within with three months of full-time training behind us. Then, obviously, hopefully... Keep improving.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the the main piece too, right? Is is you've, yeah. you've done stuff before, but it will be interesting to see how having that intensive portion beforehand, what what it does yeah. to to kind of impact things. When you um when you go into um, um you know whether it's a competition uh yeah well let's say competition where there's there's other people around and stuff do you do anything um like how do you how do you get past that in your head like a lot of people talk about it is it is different when you're doing it by yourself and you're you know you're you're just you against yourself um yeah. but do you have to do anything special from kind of mental preparation or anything or are you doing any of that in your training now
2: not yet um, it's something i would like to start doing because it is something that i do struggle with the most is the mental side of training and competing like obviously being able to like just put yourself in a dark place in a workout it's hard to do especially when you're just training because it doesn't really matter at at that time like when you're competing obviously you've got everyone around you and you know it's for a reason um but it is something I would like to start looking into properly and getting someone obviously on board to help us with that but at the minute I just try and just focus on myself and not get caught up in what anyone else is doing like if someone's beside us and they're doing faster like going faster than me I'll just like leave them to go for what they're doing and I'll just carry on stick to my game plan or yeah Sometimes easier it's said than done die. though right yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> well
1: it's interesting we had um brooke anson just recently and and she was talking about how that was one of the more difficult things is is figuring out and and she she referenced being beside annie thoris daughter and if annie is beating her really heavily it's very hard yeah. to kind of yeah, you know to not pay attention to that even though yeah. you are doing everything you can so yeah. um yeah it's it's quite different i'm sure um so the other thing is 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 um you you know you're you're in this intensive section right now um but you're also young and all of those things how do you how do you balance off you know having friends going going on a vacation from time to time yeah. some of those things when when you've got um this kind of intensive schedule right now
2: well obviously i'm living with like two of my best friends who train full-time as well so that's nice yeah. so obviously we'll get we'll get a train together and be competitive against each other but then we'll come home on a night and we're just like normal young girls like forget yeah. about and try and just chill out and have a good time and obviously we try as well like at least once a week to do something like even just going for a walk or just getting out of the gym and trying to forget about training and yeah anything like that and also obviously go and visit my family as well that's a big thing for me and that that like really gets me away from the the hard mental side of yeah. it down here like going home and just chilling out,
1: yeah. Just feeling like there's some some normalcy, I guess, with it. So, it, do you um in, in how you're structured right now? Is it is it very structured in your nutrition? Like, what do you have? Do you are you one of those people who has to really kind of follow your macros, all of those things, or how do you um how do you approach nutrition right now?
2: Uh, I don't actually track my macros. I just eat when I'm hungry. Really, it sounds quite bad, but yeah. um, I ha- I get meal prep, so obviously I know what I'm having with that. Um. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if, if I'm finished training, and I need a snack, or if I'm hungry after I've had my tea on a night, like I will just eat. But I don't really go, like I don't really look at the weight and stuff on the scales either, so it's not. Yeah. Yeah. as long as I'm performing I'm yeah. not really bothered
1: <laughs> yeah well that's that's it right Is if it's if fueling your performance then yeah. then that's that's what works so yeah. um and and so what has been um you know because obviously there's there's a, a transition you go through when you're doing kind of um, um you've had some success already all of those things but what has been the biggest challenge for you so far
2: and um, probably moving down here obviously away from home I've never never moved out before um yeah. And just going full-time, obviously, it was really, really diff- difficult. It was – I knew it was going to be hard, um, but I think it's a lot harder than what people think it's going to be. Um, no one really sees the that side of it. Like, people just say, oh, you're in the gym all day, every day. Like, that must be so good getting a train. But it's more mentally tough than anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. And how, um, how have you been able to get by? Like, what is it that helps through that so far?
2: Um, I think, obviously, being, like, with my friends here as well and knowing that we're all going through the same thing mm-hmm. – um, I'm just try not let like, get on top of you really it's easier said than done but at the end of the day it's like if you do bad in a workout it's fine like yeah yeah you just move on go home and come back to the gym the next day and it's fine
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well and how um so you know when when you go through this you've obviously got a plan like this year is going to be as much just figuring out what you can do um yeah. do you have do you have kind of big goals of where, like where would you like to see it, uh, it go from that standpoint? Like, are, do you have goals or are you just kind of waiting to see kind of how this, this year goes and go from there?
2: Um, this year, I just want to see what I can do, where I can get, um, I haven't really set a specific goal just because obviously it's my first year doing it. Yeah. Um, I just want to see what I can do. And then obviously from what happens this year, then I'll be able to see next year. what.
1: Yeah. Like whether it, yeah. yeah. Whether you can compound lots on it or, or, yeah. or we'll see. So, um, so one of the things is, do you have, um, you know, there's there's lots of people out there that I'm I'm sure um, uh, you've either been able to to look to and and things like that. Do you have like who are the who are mentors or kind of people that have helped you get to where you are so far? Because you have kind of jumped up very quickly in this field. So like, what um, who are some of the people um, that have helped you get there?
2: Um, it sounds quite cheesy to be honest, um, but obviously the people who I, like, who I train with now, like. There's obviously the same group of people all the time. Obviously, my coaches, like I look up to them a lot because they're some of the best athletes that the UK have ever had. Yeah. So obviously I really respect them as well. And the fact that I'm getting to train under them every day and have them coach me is obviously like I never thought it would happen to me. Like when I first joined the programme, I was like, I would sit back and watch everyone and be like, wow, like that's amazing. And then obviously for me to end up being one of them people who I used to look at and be like, Wow, I want to be like that. Like it's pretty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's, it's, it's gotta be cool. And, and even, I mean, thinking about, you know, some of the people that you, yeah, you compete alongside. I mean, they're probably yeah. people that you have looked at and, and been yeah, able to see do I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, when, I guess that's one thing is, is you may not realize it, but there's lots of, there's lots of young girls that are probably seeing you that way right now. How does, how does that make you feel that, you know, that you, you might be that person for them that, uh, yeah. that down the road
2: it's it's weird to be honest but i think it just shows that like anybody can do it if they really want to because obviously i didn't come from anything like a lot of crossfit professional like professional athletes whereas obviously i wasn't anything i was just a normal teenager
1: (laughs) yeah yeah wow well that's well and and i guess that's that's the one thing if you were to um um, you know when when you went through, like the pandemic has been hard for a lot of people trying to stay you know in their training regimens and all that kind of stuff. And I'm yeah. sure lots of people have spent lots of time seeing what you're doing and all of those things as well. So in some ways, it probably gave you more of a platform to those those young people. But yeah. how did you stay during the pandemic? like how did how did you stay kind of focused on on training the same way when you know when it was a little bit different the last couple of years, really?
2: Yeah, um, well, obviously the gym's closed and I was kind of just like, what am I going to do? Like I had nothing at home at all. Um, So I think I ordered a barbell and some plates Mm -hmm. and then my dad was like, oh, well, I'll build you a gym in the garden. So (laughs) my dad actually built me a gym and we just ordered like biker, grower, got a squat rack and everything. And I've I've got like a full gym at home now, but obviously I don't live there anymore, but (laughs) my mom uses it. So it's not a waste. Um, So obviously my dad built me that. Um, So obviously in that sense, I was really lucky to actually I still had access to everything, really, through throughout lockdown. Um, but it was hard to even train, even though, even though I knew I had everything. It was hard to stay motivated because I was like, well, what's it to stay motivated for? Because I know nothing's happening. Like, I knew, I knew that there wasn't no competitions. There was nothing I had to be fit for. So I was just like, whatever, like, yeah, I'll just plod yeah. along and...
1: Yeah, because it's it's like there weren't even big events to, yeah. to set your sights on as you go through it. And that's yeah. been some of some of the things that well, and it's not just in CrossFit and it's not just in athletics. There were a lot of things like that where it was just yeah. it's hard to to stay motivated without having that thing, I guess, yeah. you know, out there to strive towards. So yeah. um, like one of the things though that during that time and, and now is is you um and it's created a lot of you know sponsorship opportunities and I'm sure for you and stuff is that you've um you've built a real community and kind of of influencer space for yourself as well Um, is that something you do um like has that have you thought through doing that is it something that um you know that you just you just happen to do because you're good at it how did how does that work for you
2: um it kind of just happened really like uh, i just started getting followers and stuff and i was like oh okay so actually people actually care about what i'm doing and now Mm -hmm. obviously i think with what i'm doing with training and stuff it's a lot more relatable to people as well and they can see someone just pursuing quite not an unrealistic dream but it is obviously it's not a a lot of people couldn't just quit the job and
1: yeah train
2: full-time every day so yeah yeah well that's the thing
1: too when they do see that you're doing it all the time and everything that is it's probably pretty inspiring to people as well which is which is cool um and so you know if if you see like do you have um if if all of this stuff kind of worked out the way you wanted it do you have do you have kind of what um like what would you like to see your impact being? What would you like to see kind of, um, you know, at the end of the day, what would, what would be the ultimate dream for you to, to have happen out of this?
2: Um, For like my in CrossFit, like what? Yeah. 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 Um, I would like to go (laughs) to the games obviously, Um, but I know being realistic, doing that as an individual is very, very, very hard. Um, But I do think it is achievable on a team. So Mm that is something that I probably will set my sights on and aim for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And um, if, if you're somebody who um, like is, is looking at um, like what you've done before, is there, is there something that, you know, like you have to be pretty resilient as you go through this. I mean, that's, that's like you were talking about one of the most difficult things is being, you know, suddenly, on your own and and really having to to come up with your own routines and things like that as much as possible you know what um you know do you find like is that something you really have built up over time or is it something that you just is is in you is that resilience how does how does that work for you
2: um I think I've built it up to be honest I was quite like before I came down here I never thought I would ever be able to do something like this especially moving away like Mm -hmm. by myself with no one who like I didn't I didn't really know anyone obviously I knew people but not to live with them or to spend every day with them and yeah. um, but it's something that I think I've just built it up and because I want it I want it that badly that I'm just getting on with it but yeah, yeah. it's worked out well so <laughs>
1: yeah well and, and every time you go through those things it becomes a little bit a yeah. little bit easier I guess too right yeah, it's been, so, to be
2: honest it, it's been it's been easier than I thought it would be moving here and being away from home but the training has been a lot yeah. harder yeah I knew it was gonna be hard but
1: yeah. Well, that's the big, that's a big difference for people. If I yeah. mean, yeah, it's the, the moving away and all the emotional stuff that goes with that. Yeah. And just not having kind of family around and all that stuff that you're used to, but, um, yeah. uh, the intensity of being on, you know, on a team of, of doing that it's, it's, uh, and a lot of people don't realize that it's, it's like a lot of other sports that way that, you know, yeah. if once you move away and become entrenched in it, it becomes your life for a period of time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's quite different. Um, so, from from the standpoint of um, you know, like you talked about, you have um, a couple of goals this year. What have um, like for you? You've you've went from kind of doing CrossFit as a as a part time thing, I guess, and now into a full time thing. Um, you know, when when all that part of it is is done, do you have any plans as to kind of what you would what you would like to do, kind of post athletic career? Or is it too early to think through that? Or?
2: Um, I haven't really gave it too much thought to be honest but obviously I would like to coach people mm-hmm. especially if I've gained the experience and I've been through it that would be good um but it's something to be honest I don't really think that far in advance with my goals I'm for yeah. quite a short-term person I just I take things as they come and
1: yeah, yeah. like a lot well, of people I said
2: it was like oh like people keep saying it was like what you're going to do when you don't do crossfit anymore like and you've quit your job and it's three years down the line I'm like I don't know well Ah, you're young you're happens. young you've got lots yeah. of time <laughs> yeah you've got lots
1: of time to figure that part out anyway
2: <laughs> yeah um
1: but yeah like you even doing coaching and things like that I mean obviously yeah. this this kind of fits directly into that uh, you know what um uh, when you when you say the coaching part um what what attributes for a coach for you like what a person who's really good at coaching you um what kind of things do they do differently than other people like it, what is it that you think makes a good coach
2: I think someone who's very confident obviously and confident in our like I personally like a coach that has been there and done that mm-hmm. and they can be they can relate to you and obviously empathize with you and they know they can put themselves in your shoes because they've done it before and they know exactly how you feel and they know what it's like stepping out on the competition floor and they know like the emotions start running high and they, mm-hmm. they've been there done that so for me that's a big part of it obviously someone who's done it before um I think as well someone who I can like I, I like I like to trust my coach like someone I know like obviously my coaches at the minute like if they tell me something or tell me what to do or whatever I'm like yeah like I would never question it I don't I don't doubt them at all um yeah. but I think that's obviously a thing as well you build up over time with your coach like your relationship obviously the more you get to know each other over time and obviously coming down here obviously we've built a really good relationship spending so much time and they've obviously gotten to know me a lot more as a person and an athlete in in and outside of the gym. Which I think is a big thing, getting to actually know each other.
1: Yeah, and and know kind of what works. What works? You know, what, what works for yeah. you? Because uh, yeah, and how you I,
2: work. Like obviously, everyone's like attitudes different. Everyone's like the way they cope with the workouts different. So
1: yeah, yeah, I, yeah, really important because uh, it you know it's that it's that thing about whether. Um, how much do you push somebody? Does that work or not work with certain people yeah. too? And that can, yeah, like some can people hate art, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some people hate it. Some people hate being called out in front of people. All of those yeah. things, and other people, you know, that's that's okay for them. So uh, knowing the knowing the athlete or knowing whoever it is that you're coaching is is that's really important. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we we ask everybody is a couple of actionable things that people kind of can, can take away if they're listening to this, they've already got some, cause it's, it's, it's kind of cool what you're doing, especially considering it's um, it's so recent that you've, you've become, you know, this, this kind of really focused athlete, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, if, if there's somebody out there and, and, you know, we talked about you being kind of that inspiration for lots of other young people that are, are maybe kind of, at that earlier stage if they're just seeing whether they see you whether they see what you're doing maybe like you they saw something on netflix and see kind of a um you know that wow i i maybe want to do that what um you know what would you say for somebody who's maybe hesitant to to join something like a crossfit gym or or something like that what are a couple things that you think they should do to get themselves comfortable with with moving ahead with something like that
2: yeah um i think you've obviously you've got to just go for it like bite the bullet and just go, once you've gone once and you've gone you won't even look back like you literally won't um but I think obviously you've got to believe in yourself and have a bit of confidence about you because if you don't believe in yourself then no one else really will like if you go in like, and you're quite like shy and timid then people will be like mm. but if you go in you're like yeah I'm I'm here I'm ready for it <laughs> yeah um but I think you just got to be confident and go for it and believe in yourself
1: okay and uh um if i mean people are obviously going to be you know following what you're doing and seeing seeing how you're working out and all of those things over the next little while what are some of the best ways to to be able to follow you and what's what's going on with you
2: um instagram is the only thing i really use to be honest and that's just beth underscore leighton
1: okay and what we'll do to everybody listening is we'll uh, we'll have that in the show notes. So if you didn't catch it, then just go into the show notes and, and make sure that you follow Beth and what she's doing. She's got some great stuff on there. I know that um, you've also really um, you know been able to get some good kind of sponsorships and partnerships as well. And, and some of those things are on. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're in your bio as well, where they can yeah. go through and kind of connect with some of those. So, um, so that's exciting as well, but definitely uh, take a look at those. If you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, make sure you do that right now. Um, we have great people every week, just like Beth. So, um, you know, again, I, I know it's late in the day, so we really appreciate it. And it sounds like you're probably working out all the time. So uh, so thank you for taking the time uh, to spend with us today, Beth, and and really kind of good luck. I know you're getting close to when you're doing uh, when the open starts and all those yeah. fun things. So uh, I'm sure that the training will only get more intense over the next yeah, well, uh, few weeks, right? It's so, already started. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> (laughs) Well, again, thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. And everybody else, we will uh, talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves.
0: Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Idea underscore Moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.